Go ahead. Let's give him praise. Thank you, Lord. He's going to come back, and every eye will see him, and every tongue will confess that he is Lord, and every knee will bow. So we, we are so waiting for your return, Lord. And until then, we are getting ready to see you. And that day when we see you face to face, we're so excited because we're going to be just like you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. <laughs> and let me see. Okay, Zosh, yeah, you're almost looking like Jesus. That's really good. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> All righty. So if you're visiting for today, we're so happy to have you here. And we thank you. I think, Jesse, is this your mom? Well, welcome, Mom. It's great to have you here. <laughs> and I just want to tell you, Kim, those cookies, is it Kim? And that banana nut bread, oh my gosh. Oh, that was so good. Thank you very much. And <laughs> I think that was better than Bob Evans. I'm telling you. <laughs> So uh, if you didn't get a gift bag today, uh, please pick one up at the doorways. I'm sure our beautiful, godly people out there make sure you have one. Now, today's Sunday Bible class was led by Brian. Brian. Oh, my goodness. Brian. Such an anointed teaching on the Holy Spirit. So everyone who missed it, you can, also, you can get a CD of that if you call the office. And we'll get one for you. Right, Pastor Bonnie? <laughs> All right, next Sunday, we're going to, oh, my goodness, Tristan, quit kissing the children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tristan, we're looking forward to you teaching next Sunday. Oh, he says, bring a notebook. Be sure you have a pen. And bring your Bible. And I just want to remind you, if you're not reading the Word every day, please, please read the Word every day. If you don't have a Bible, call the office. We'll buy you one, right, Pastor Bonnie? We will get you a Bible, and you can download an app on your phone or on your iPad, whatever. Oh, are you saying, Kathy, you want a Bible? Oh, she's, <laughs> she's got it on her phone. Well, good for you, and... Uh, <laughs> We're going to have communion today after the message, but right now, what are we going to do? Y'all should know this after all these years. We're going to thank you, Larry. We're going to give our tithes and offerings. This is part of our spiritual worship. Yes. All right. Father God, I know you like a cheerful giver. I hope they all know that. So we're going to cheerfully give because we want to further your kingdom in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. And uh, right now, while we're taking up the offering, Chrissy and Jesse, Amos, would you come up here for a moment? You can bring your kids if you want so everybody can see how beautiful they are. If you want to, sure. We're a family church. <laughs> Good morning, TLC. Good morning. We're so happy to be here. Oh, J.D., you came. You want to say good morning? Good morning. <laughs> Aww, you're so cute. So for those of you guys who don't know who we are, I'm Chrissy. This is Jesse. We're Ignite Ministry Global, but we're really all part of the same body of Christ, right? Because we're all going to heaven together. 
And this is our son, J.D., and our 14-year-old daughter, Jasmine. Just a little wave. Abby's the one ducking. She's 10. And then my beautiful mother-in-law, Susan, Jesse's mom, who's here to visit also. So we just wanted, we were invited by Pastor Ramona. Thank you. We're so blessed that you invited us to just take a minute to talk about National Day of Prayer. And so my husband's going to give you a little bit of vision for that, and, and then we'll continue. Awesome. Uh, I think there's a graphic we worked on. I don't know if it's a, it, yep, okay. So I haven't tested this out. So let me test this out real quick before I say that it works on this screen because, yes, it does work, okay? So if you pull out your phones, do me a little favor, get all techie with me, and uh, zoom in. You'll actually see the, the National Day of Prayer Volusia County logo in the middle there. It's very hard to see, but it's there. And if you get your photo app out, and to go to take a picture, a link will pop up. Click that link real quick. It's going to bring you to a participation form, okay? And that participation form will let us know if you want to be involved with the help of putting on National Day of Prayer this year. And it'll also keep you in the loop with some emails as we progress in what God is doing. Last year, we had an amazing turnout. It was really a powerful time of unity, and I believe what National Day of Prayer is all about is us as the church, because this is a church of Volusia County. There is the church in Volusia County. We all are going to heaven together, like my wife said. Amen. We're all one church. There's only one church going to heaven, and it's those who have given their life to Christ. How many people have given their life to Christ for the full pursuit? Come on. One thing God has convinced me right now is that I'm in a season where we, we as the church need to start one-on-one -on -one discipling people. You know how many people this week, I asked two people this week, said, would you like to be discipled? And you know what they said? What does that mean and how can I be? Yeah. Sure. And yes, it's that simple. And so National Day of Prayer is an opportunity for us as the church to gather together and pray for our nation which we know we need our nation to change. But guess who's the person who's going to change it? You are. Through the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus in you. So Jesus isn't wrong. Because if, if Jesus isn't in you, we're not going to change anything. And so I'm praying this year as we come together in unity. And the location is, I believe, I don't know if I can, I'm allowed to tell. It's, it's, an, exciting, it's an exciting thing. We have a meeting on Monday, so I can't, I can't tell. But um, yeah. It, it's a big location. It's, a, it's the largest in Volusia County. So um, it, it's going to have plenty of space. We're going to have fun for everyone. Uh, we're going to do a unity celebration again at 5 o'clock, 7 o'clock Maine, and we're going to do the 21 days of prayer leading up. Oh, the unity celebration is a time for us to fellowship, to get to know people from other churches, to get to know people in the body of Christ across Volusia County. Um, I had a conversation yesterday. We're going to have span hopefully a Spanish really influx this year. We had one Spanish pastor last year. We're connecting with the, a group of Spanish pastors in uh, Orange City and Deltona that hopefully will be involved this year like never before. And God is, God is growing that to where we're unifying and saying, this isn't about a church. It's about the church in our nation and changing what God wants to do. Because I'm going to tell you what, if the church doesn't rise up, it'll be too late. How amazing would it be if you just take just one second and just picture this in your mind. Every church in Volusia County coming together in one location to praise who Jesus is and what he did for us. Could you imagine? Because all the churches want revival, 
but they're not willing to get out and be in community with one another, right? So what if we did it? The revival that would happen within our city, the neighboring cities, our states, the states surrounding, revival would sweep out through our entire country, and that's how we see change. Amen. We're, we're believing Volusia County is going to be an example to our nation. The National Day of Prayer organization has existed for years, but how many people really know about it? How many people have seen the impact it has? There has been an impact that has happened from last year's unity. There's something stirring in the hearts of men and pastors who are not usually willing to cross the line because they're afraid that something bad's going to happen. Well, God's tearing down that wall. Okay, God is tearing it down. And today, I'm, I felt really pressed in, in during worship, and I asked Pastor Ramona if I could do this. It, it, are there some people who have had a real good week? Come on. I want you to come up front. Come up front. The, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little unorthodox, okay? Yeah, all you who have had a good week, I want you to stand up front. I want you to look at, at the congregation, okay? All right. A real good week, all right? You're going to be our prayer warriors today. And those right now who didn't get up here and maybe need some prayer, okay? I want you to come up here and stand in front of one of these people right now. Come on, the whole congregation. Because I'm believing there's fire coming today. There's fire for this church. Come on. There's going to be a rising up of this church that God is going to start to anoint in powerful ways. And God is going to start to move out of these four walls and bring more people here, right? Come on. We need to pray for one another. And so for, for three minutes, okay, I'm not going to make this a big thing. I want you to just spend three minutes right now and pray with us. We're going to all pray together. It's like Pentecostal style a little bit, you know. We're just going to all pray, all right, a little bit. So if you want to spend a moment asking what you need prayer for, go ahead. And then we're going to pray. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, for what you're doing Right now, God, we pray every person, God, be touched by the Holy Spirit. Fill us up fresh, God. Everything we need, every discouragement that came this week, Lord. God, we thank you, Lord, that you're doing a great thing, a mighty thing, that you are honored and glorified in this house, God. That this is not a dead church, but this is a woke church, Lord God, to what the Spirit of God wants to do here, God. Every person has a need today. And we have been blessed by your presence. Those who are strong, Lord God, let them be weak with the weak, Lord God. Those who have burdens, Lord, let us burden, let us wear the burdens of others, Lord God. God, let us be the church and let us arise, Lord God, so that we can do what you called us to do in your kingdom. Let your kingdom be built, Lord God, on the rock and foundation of Jesus Christ. God, that your Holy Spirit would flow and move, Lord God, in every person, in every place in this, in this God, Volusia County. God, but we're claiming right here in this local pastor area, Lord God, this local church body has influence in this local area. We're, we're praying every person reach someone this week, God. Let them have a, 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 a desire to draw others, Lord God, to the church and to be built up and discipled. And God, let them go forth and have power, Lord God, from your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Come on, prophesy. Amen. Everybody feeling better? Everybody feeling empowered? Amen. This is the church. Amen.
You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for letting us share. Hope to see you at National Day of Prayer, and God bless you. God bless you, Jesse. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing so much. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, if you didn't get moved around a little bit this morning, you may not be able to be moved around, huh? <laughs> uh, amen, yeah. Yeah, we're so glad you're here. Uh, we, we've still got a lot of excitement that's left today. In addition to what you've, uh, what you've seen, uh, we're going to have a message today. We're going to have communion and, and uh, draw us all closer to God and celebrate his his life and his death, but his resurrection. And then we're going to have a, a great uh, song afterwards. We're going to have a time of just a party time and uh, uh, some dancing and some good stuff you'll just enjoy today. Hang on tight. We're going to get there, and we're going to get there quickly. Um, and I would say this even, if, you know, as you're here, as you're celebrating in this, uh, if you're aware we have Facebook and we have YouTube channels that all of this is on, so please go on there and like us and have an opportunity to uh, enjoy that as we, uh, if we work through this uh, with Jesse's help, as a matter of fact. So good deal, good deal. Dear God, we thank you today for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, that uh, your spirit is here, that it's alive, and that we have all the gifts that you have in your spirit. We have them all, and we right now Ask them to be released and that we would minister to each other and to those around us in our community. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Test trials and temptations. What do you do? We talked about this a little bit last week. And uh, remember we talked about how Joseph had been uh, sold into slavery. And not only had he been sold into slavery, but uh, when he was at the end of his participation with Pharaoh and with the king, his family came, thought he was going to kill him. He said, no, no, just understand this. What Satan intended for bad, God intended for good. And I'll, I'll let you know that as you go through trials, tests, temptations, what Satan may intend for you to be bad, God's intending it for good, to make you better, to get you through it. We talked about uh, last week counting it joy or rejoicing when you go through trials or temptations. And it says not when, but not if, but when. When you fall into them. And this testing proves endurance and patience. Remember, endurance is faith just stretched out. And uh, you let, it says to let patience finish its work. It's like when the doctor gives you 10 days of antibiotics. You start taking those antibiotics, and you feel good about day five. You got to take all 10 days. Let it finish. Don't take the cake out of the oven when it looks good. Let it finish. It's like the birthing process. If it comes out too soon, it doesn't work. Let it finish so that you can be perfect and lacking nothing. Uh, but you're going to need more. I'll tell you, you're going to need more.
It's like our church, the tests and trials that we're in right now. If you think about the last six months that our church has gone through, uh, the, the issues that we've had with, with sickness and with health. If you think about you, what you've gone through in the last couple of years, tell me that you haven't persevered. You're here. And you can't just call it quits. You can't just pull out and get discouraged. You've got to let this stuff have its perfect work. You've got to give it time. You've got to let it work through. You can't sidestep it. You see, that's what Satan wants. He wants you to quit. He wants you to give up. He wants you just to say, I can't take it anymore, and turn and walk away. And you don't know how close that you could get in each one of those decisions to maybe turn away, how close you've got before God just reveals to you the victory in Jesus Christ and how it works through your life, how it can release a power in you so that you can move on. We need to rejoice. We need to let this trial stretch us out, build patience and endurance. You've got to rejoice right now for the trials that everyone here has been through. This week and last week, the demonstration here of you've had a good week and you've had a not good week, well, guess what? If you hadn't had a good week right now, what I do is I, I am joyful that you didn't have a good week because God's going to make this next week better. I'm joyous that you're going through the things you're going through now. God's going to make it better. He's going to work through you. He's going to stretch you. He's going to increase your faith. He's going to take you to the next level. Yeah, that's his plan. And we need more. Listen, if you're going to rejoice when you're going through trials, if you're going to be understanding that God's doing a work in you when you're going through that, and if you're going to just let it have its perfect work in you so that you're mature and lacking nothing, you're going to need one more thing. James talks about it in verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask of God. I, I want you to know that the wisdom that you're going to get when you ask God, it's not your wisdom. It, it doesn't come from you. You're asking God for something. And so you're getting not your wisdom that thinks you can figure it out. I got this. I got, I ha I got this, Dad. Anybody that's ever been a pop knows what I'm saying. You say, have you done that? I got this, Dad. Okay. Yeah. That's man's wisdom. You're asking God for wisdom. It's his wisdom. You're going to need his wisdom to get through your stuff. If you're a father or a mother, if you're a husband or a wife, if you're a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, a mother-in-law, if you're single or married, you're going to need wisdom to get through the day. You're going to need wisdom to get through what you're going to get through because remember we talked about the trials, tests, and temptations? You either have been in one, you're going through one right now, or there's one coming. I hear that train of coming. It's coming around to Ben, right? Yeah. You're going, to be, you're going to be facing one. Tell me right now that the leaders of our world today don't need wisdom. You know? You just tell me they don't need wisdom. You don't have to watch any TV channel. You can watch them all. America, China, Russia, North Korea. Everything's about to explode. The economy, inflation, prices, oil. You can't get parts for stuff. The add a beef gravy at Publix. You can't get beef gravy at Publix. 
You see it, you better grab it. Yeah. We need wisdom in our church to know what to do in our congregation as we are the church of God right here, this fellowship. And we have to know what to do in the bigger fellowship, as Jesse was talking about. We, we got to expand, and we got to know what to do, and God will tell us. Wisdom is so you'll know how to react. You better be asking for wisdom now because you're going to need it. You're going to need it today. You're going to need it this afternoon. You have to have wisdom in order to rejoice in trials, tests, and temptations. Because if not, you won't. You'll wallow in sorrow. You'll feel defeated. You'll feel judgment. It's like Brian was talking about. If you put your stuff up here on the screen, all your stuff, you'd run out this door so quick you couldn't, you couldn't stay. You, but you've gone through it. You're a different person. And, and notice a small phrase in this scripture. If any of you, you see, it's for me and you. It's for us. You see, I want wisdom. How about you? Sound like a cheer. I want wisdom. How about you? I want wisdom. How about you? Yeah. yeah we need it. And it's a good wisdom. It says God gives wisdom to all. And look how he gives it. James 1, 5. He gives it generously. I mean, it's liberally. It's just open. It's sincere. God's wisdom is for us. He gives it to all of us, and he gives it generally. It's not like you're going to say, God, I need wisdom. Well, let me see what you did this week. Uh, you know, you could have acted a little better here. You, you, I'm going to give you this much wisdom. No, when God plugs in his faith in you, it's the faith of God. When you ask for wisdom, it's the wisdom of God. Not just a little bit. It says he gives it liberally, generously, sincerely. You see, generos generosity is, is one of God's primary primary traits. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him would have eternal life. God gives everything generously. He wants you to have wisdom to face the day. He wants you to have wisdom to make the right decisions. And he gives it to all, and he says, without finding fault. You see, God doesn't, look, doesn't need to look too far to find fault in all of us. He doesn't have to look too far to figure out that we haven't figured it out. Think about your last phone call. Or think about it at the traffic light. I always go back to the traffic light because that's where it happens for me. The guy's on the phone forever. Like, come on, man. Hey, dude, the light doesn't change any other color green. You got to choose this one. And you're going to need wisdom. Try not to toot your horn too loud. See, Satan wants you to feel guilty and messed up. Satan wants you to feel like, well, I haven't met the mark. And so I'm not going to ask God for wisdom. That's a big mistake. That's a lie of Satan in your life. And before you know it, if you get trapped into that lie when you're trying to figure something out, and you don't ask God for wisdom to get through a trial, God, I'm going through this trial, man, I can't believe, what am I doing here, God? 
ask God. He gives it to all liberally without finding fault. See, God's not judging us. He's not condemning us. He's not saying, I'm not going to give it to you today. He wants you to have it today. Do you need wisdom? Yeah, I need wisdom. Yeah. But when you ask, James 1, 6, ask in faith. You must believe and don't doubt. If you believe, if, and, and, and it's not like, okay, I'm doubting. I got to work harder. That's not it. It's not of works. God wants to give you wisdom to deal with your relationships, to deal with your finances, to deal with your health. And he's given you wisdom like this. Here it is. And what he doesn't want you to do is doubt. Are you sure, God? Is that wisdom, God? You, are you going to take it back, God? No. No, that is not what he wants. He wants you to don't, not doubt just as if when Santa Claus gives you that present Christmas morning. It's yours. When this young man had the little toys he had, he, he got them from his parents. And he has no doubt that his parents gave them to him. They're not going to take it back. God doesn't want you to doubt. He doesn't want you to doubt. He wants you to have faith. Listen to Daniel 3, 16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we're thrown in the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image that your gods have set up. Hebrews 11:6, real quick. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. God wants to reward us. He doesn't want to hold anything back. Test trials and temptations, getting through them, rejoice in them, let them finish, let them work through you. And in order to do that, you're going to need wisdom. God's not going to hold it back. He's going to give it to each and every one of you. You're going to need wisdom every day. You're going to have to have it to figure out what's going on. And he's going to give it to you, and he doesn't want you to think he's going to take it back. He wants to lay it on your lap. He wants you to use it. He wants you to share it with others. He wants others to see how you do it. Your cake is cooked. Your medicine is taken. God wants you to have wisdom. Now listen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't have a relationship with God,
That's the first step in getting true wisdom. God should love the world. And if you love God and you know God, what he wants is for you to ask him. He wants a relationship with you. Brian was talking about this morning. Man, if, if you're missing the 930 gig, it's, it's something else. So many teachers we have here are unbelievable. But he talked about, remember, when you first had your, first gave your life to Christ, you were like a wind-up toy. You see, God wants you to have that all the time. But especially, according to this text that we're reading in James, he wants you to have that joy when you're tested, when you're in a trial, when you're in a temptation. If you want to do that, I want to pray for you. And what we're going to do right after we pray, we're going to have communion. I want to pray for you for wisdom. And what I want to do then is as I pray for you for wisdom, we're preparing to have communion. I, I want you to understand that as we take communion, you're taking in the body and the blood of Jesus Christ symbolically. And as you're taking that in, you're taking in everything. God's got it all for you. He wants you to have it. After that, we're going to sing Days of Elijah, and we're just going to we're just going to have a great time. Dear Lord, I thank you right now, Father, for the things that this church has gone through. For the things that we're going through as we work our way through, Father, your wisdom is what guides us. Your Holy Spirit, Father. So, Father, we, yes, we ask. We ask for wisdom. TLC asks for wisdom. And, Father, I decree and declare over this body that your wisdom will be distributed to all, not just a piece of your wisdom, but all of your wisdom will be distributed to all generously without finding fault. I speak that right now into this congregation. For this congregation that needs to make decisions, yes, it's now that you're going to get God's wisdom. God is going to open your eyes and reveal to you what he would have for you to do in this next situation. And, Father, as we, as we celebrate the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Christ through communion, Father, that it would just help us understand one more piece of your revelation that you have for us. And Father, we... Thank you, in Jesus' name. All right, we're going to do communion now. And what I'd like for you to do is just keep all of the elements until we do it together. And, uh, yes, you can just come up. The ushers will help you. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, communion, as we, as we take communion, uh, Jesus, he, he did this during the Last Supper. He was in the upper room. And he was with his disciples. He was talking with them, fellowshipping with them, spending time with them. It was later that morning when he was going to be betrayed. But, you see, he came here for that moment he knew it was coming 
He had every understanding of what was coming next. And he did it with his friends, his disciples. Even with the one that would betray him. You see, he loved them all equally. He died for every one of them, and he died for all of us. But more importantly, he rose for all of them and all of us who would believe. You think, what can a cup of juice and a piece of bread do? See, it's not the juice and the bread. It's your understanding of what Jesus did for you. It's your understanding of doing this ordinance of asking yourself it says that we should examine ourselves before we do this we should take a look we should reconcile not to judge us but we should just say okay God how can I get closer to you what is it I need to eliminate what do I need to change give me wisdom to know how to do that. I've just prayed that you would have wisdom I've prophesied that you would have wisdom and I would say that you will have the wisdom of God Hallelujah. On the day that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it and he gave thanks. See, he knew the trial that was before him. He knew the test that was before him. And he gave thanks. Jesus' brother James is the one that wrote this book, the book of James. He says, rejoice in times of trial. He watched his brother the night before he was betrayed, the night before he was taken, get bread and give thanks. He said, eat. This is my body that is broken for you. He likewise took the cup. And he said, this is my blood, the cup, the New Testament, the new covenant, the new promise. I've got a new promise. I'm fulfilling the old in every way. He took the, the cup. He said, this is the blood. Drink. Yes. Yes, we thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we can come today and we can discuss prayer for our nation, that we can come and share with each other, that we can come and listen to your word, share our time together. Father, we thank you we can have communion together celebrate that you rose for us we thank you God we thank you we thank you we thank you yes God we thank you right now and father we're gonna look to you to fill us with your wisdom and your spirit in Jesus name amen amen all right so if you'd like you can go or 
If you'd like, you can join us in a, in a great, great uh, song, Days of Elijah. We're going to celebrate, and my hope is that this celebration, this song, this encouragement will go with you today, and it will spread through your life and everything that you do this week. Man, I, I say that for you. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.